Hurry, hurry, hurry to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome to the Sonic Society, episode 473. We're your hosts, Jack Ward and... David Alt. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you this week, David? I'm very well, thank you, Jack. How are you? I'm at less than a week countdown now from the apocalypse here in the Sonic Society. <laughs> Tomorrow we go to lawyers and decide if everything has been signed. Oh, and if I still have to wait to see if the park will allow me in after allowing me in. It's one of those weird things. I hear this is the case all the time in buying a home, but that doesn't help with the stress levels. I, I know, because when we bought our house, it was it was just one... The, the solicitors say you, you've got to wait, you've got to wait, you've got to wait and they don't give you any kind of idea of when you're going to be able to move in and then suddenly all the blocks are removed and and you just it's it's yours and and you then have to suddenly uh get the removals people in and get everything sorted it's just buying a house is just one of those really long-winded <laughs> and needlessly overblown processes i have a friend of mine who says <sighs> when he bought his house he just told his wife we're never moving again yeah i i i feel the same <laughs> how many bo- how many boxes of books did you end up uh, taking up there yourself? Uh, uh, not so many because I don't I don't have that big a library. So oh, that's having, right. Having, you, you enjoy audiobooks more yeah, than you exactly, enjoy reading. Yes. So um, so my my the the books were fine. In fact, uh, having having moved around quite a bit, I've I've pared down a lot of my possessions. So that wasn't so much of an issue. It was more the the getting up to see and then getting up to sign and do things. Right. Because it was it was a good four hour trip oh, um each way to to go from one house to the other. Oh. Uh, but however, having visited your place six years ago, <laughs> I know that your book collection is is somewhat more substantial. There's books with an apartment, basically. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember seeing the the double layered books. Yes, uh, down the down the sides of your shelves. Of course, I'm surrounded by packed books, uh, boxes <laughs> of books right now. I still have to find about one more third of my, or a third more of my books to pack, and I haven't finished the books in the hallway or the books <laughs> in my bedroom. That's about another 18 or 20 boxes. Wow. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. When I first came to this province, I actually came with 35 boxes of paperbacks alone. I, I have sort of gotten rid of some uh, books as time's gone by, but of course then I end up picking up more, so I am the Imeldo Marcos of of shoes when it comes to books, I'm afraid. <laughs> Speaking of other things, though, in audio drama, you know, I was talking to Jerry Robbins yesterday, and oh, he yes. was saying that CRT is looking for a few good audio producers. Ooh. So if you know anybody or anybody out there in the Sonic Society feel that they have a love for audio editing, please get in touch with either us or Jerry at Colonial Radio Theatre on the air through the Facebook group, because he's just got so much going on, he just needs to move things even faster. They've got like three or four producers, Mm -hmm. but there's so many shows coming out that he just needs more. Mm. I think that's the case all over the audio realm as well, though. Yep. Well, one of the things that isn't the case all around is that they pay by commission, Ah. too, which is uh, something nice for those people who enjoy making audio drama. We want to work for a top-tier audio drama company that does pay you. I'm not saying it pays you, like, a huge amount. There's not a lot of money in audio drama, but but it's nice being paid and to say, hey, you know what? I'm a professional Mm -hmm. audio drama producer. That's really good on your resume regardless. Mm -hmm. That's very true. So in looking for a meditative audio drama for the next two weeks, uh, I found The Hum with the first three episodes tonight and uh, the next three episodes next week. But it's not actually all that relaxing as you think it might be, but it is very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's something to listen to while you're packing your boxes, isn't it? Humming my way along. (laughs) So onwards with the hum from James O'Neill and Paul Freeman right here. On the Sonic Society. I can't move, so I can't get my watch to check the time. I've been awake now for maybe three and a half hours, roughly speaking, and I've been sitting by my bedroom window for the duration. 
the reports the, the, the reports are true but it's it's impossible it is impossible they can't they can't be true I came to this place to investigate to question and to reason I must I must stay calm I must stay calm I need time to think my name is Peter Heath and I've heard the Rothstead hum myself together now. I'm ready. The time is, uh, the time is 03.30 hours. It is uh, Wednesday 23rd of February. Just today, or, or rather yesterday, I arrived in Rothstead during the, the early morning, roughly four o'clock I think. The birds were singing and it was bitterly cold. I missed my scarf. I had been sent to investigate the reports of an ambient hum that has been heard by the locals for some time. I have been given a folder before I set out. It contains several accounts of the phenomena that has been experienced here. The basic stuff, really. Conspiracy theories, alien agendas, ancient burial grounds, even... <laughs> even the... Uh, the trumpets of Jericho. The natives are suspicious. On that subject, the locals are elderly and reclusive. I have the distinct impression that they are sceptical of my motives and, in fact, the outside world in general. This is the kind of town that, uh, that has eyes on every street corner. They call it a, a neighbourhood watch scheme. What in this town could possibly be worth watching? This town is a limbo. It's neither urban nor rural. It seems to exist right on the line between the two worlds. When I arrived, there was a thick mist that sort of hugged the land. If I wasn't groggy, I would probably have thought it was picturesque. But I was indeed groggy, so I didn't. It took hours to find my place of residence. Far too long, in fact. It's almost like I lost hold of time. Like it was taken from me. <laughs> Preposterous. I got lost, that's all. The mist was thick. I got lost in the mist, that's all there is to it. Oh, 0340 hours. I'm currently waiting for the sound to return. At present, it's still silent. Why they sent me here, I don't know. There are all manner of agents who could do this, who could take this assignment and do a better job. But they asked for me. What is it about me? And what do they know about this? How much haven't they told me? I doubt I'll get anything out of the natives. They seem as silent as ghosts. I've only been here a day and I've scarcely seen a soul. I'm in no hurry to start the interviewing stage of my investigation just yet, mind. But finding people to actually interview will become a pressing need at some point. I want to get out of here as soon as possible, though. Once I've got my bearings and the lie of the land, I'll, I'll make for the houses and see if I can get anything out of the people around these parts. It's strange, this place. 
It's very strange. The um the, the the house backs onto an allotment. Beyond that is a bit of a nothing area. Part of a grown woodland, part dumping ground, I suppose. It seems odd. Like it's been sewn into the land, like a like a patchwork. I will cautiously cautiously admit that in the already brief period that I spent in this place I've I've heard noises coming from it. At approximately uh, 10.27 this morning, as I unpacked some of the things I, I brought on the journey, I thought I... I thought I heard something. But I'm not sure. It was a... A vague sound. Nothing solid to hook onto, but it seemed it seemed to resonate inside me like um like your body adjusting to a change of cabin pressure on a plane. Atmospherics A different climate. My body isn't used to it yet. The air is different here. There's nothing out there, there's nothing it can be. Noises. They seem to be at the heart of this. They seem to be right at the heart of this. Unexplained noises in the night. It's nonsense. Electrical mains, water pipes, fridges. It could be anything. Perhaps even something psychosomatic. A, a collective illusion. This place is boring enough. Perhaps they all will it to be because it gives them something to talk about. Oh four, oh five hours, it's still silent. I'll try to fill in some of the gaps. Rothstead, in brief, is a, a bit of a dead end. The houses all look the same, the hedges are all neat, and nobody talks to anyone. A microcosm of English life, if ever there was one. I found myself standing in front of a pretty average-looking house on a pretty average-looking road called Avery Crescent, although it's a pretty straight-looking street, so the, the Crescent description is a bit of a misnomer. This is the house I'm to stay in for the duration of my investigation. I think it might be ex-council, I'm not sure. I don't know who owns it. It was all taken care of before I arrived by those who sent me out to this wasteland. It's pretty basic. The, uh, the rectangle windows with their neck curtains do nothing for the imagination. I forget which number this place is, but seeing as I don't expect any mail, I don't think it'll be a problem. The front door is a particularly ugly shade of yellow, so I don't think I'll miss it. I think it could have been built in the 30s, perhaps early 20th century, but I'm not... I keep... I keep hearing things, that's one thing, I keep hearing things. I've already heard rats or other rodents scratching in the walls. I gave the wall a thump, and it seemed to stop them for a while. The walls are paper-thin here, too. Yeah, the neighbours moving about. Almost like, um... Like talking. What does anyone have to say at this time of the morning? Anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing the point. I must describe my experience. The events of this evening, or rather last night. I was in bed, trying to sleep. It's difficult to be tired of it at the end of a day when nothing has happened, but I tried anyway. I stared for hours at the ceiling with its, with its terrible peeling paint and the, the ancient light fixture that could drop at any moment. I laid for hours waiting for sleep and then, then just as I was teetering on the brink, and this is, this is ridiculous, I, I heard it like a, like a, a whale call, but, but not. It, it came pulsing over the wastelands. The wind picked up too, which was peculiar. I heard wind chimes in a nearby garden and the creak of old wood. My eyes, uh, <laughs> my eyes were fixed open at this point. 
staring at the, the, the ceiling almost painfully as this sound seemed to slam into my head. I could feel my chest rising and, and falling slowly as well to, to try and keep my cool. I could feel my heart racing, but I couldn't, I couldn't control that. I tried. The sound, the sound thrilled me. It seemed, it seemed different to anything I've ever, I've ever heard before. I have no idea what's the matter with me. I don't, I don't, I don't respond like this. I don't respond to acoustic events like this. Before I came out here, I, I had believed that the hum phenomena was the result of, of a natural event occurring somewhere not far under the, somewhere under the ground, subterranean micro seismic uh, movements and so on. Something, something natural, some natural event occurring under the Earth's surface, but only just just near the surface. It must be. But there's, there's something else to the sound. Something... Living is the only word. Something living, but something intangible. I can't... I can't believe I'm saying this. It, it, it wails and sweeps like... I feel like, <laughs> like the uh, the neighborhood watch scheme extends to inside the houses as well. I wonder if they know. I wonder if they hear it too. Oh four forty six hours. It's been silent for for a while now. I I haven't heard anything. No neighbours. No trumpet blasts. It could have been hours since I last heard it, but I I can't risk moving from the window. I'm missing something. It could be it could be hours until I. There it is. There it is. Listen, listen. There it is again. The sound has stopped and been recorded. Proof. Proof. It almost sounds alive, and that is ridiculous. It can't be. It can't be alive. Were they right? Is there something here? Somewhere beyond the wastelands? There is. Something here, something. No! No, don't be absurd. What? Jericho's trumpets? Aliens turning the base up. It's not aliens, it's not angels, it's the Earth. It can only be that. But even that is extraordinary. But the only thing I can believe, the only thing it can be. If it is real, then it can be explained. And if it can be explained, it can be found. And I must find out what it is. The Hum Sound design by Paul Freeman. Written and read by James O'Neill.
have left it recording. Why was it recording? How... How long have I been asleep? Have, have I been asleep all this time? I must have been tired yesterday. More than I thought. But ju just, just a minute. Just a minute! Why wasn't I in bed? Why, why am I sat at the window? I was recording something. The reason I'm here. I wonder if it was real then. What if I was asleep the whole time and it was a dream? That's entirely possible. In fact, it's probable. The imagination runs wild when the mind is exhausted, makes stuff up, fills in the gaps sees things that aren't there. That, that, that must be, it must be. I, I, I can't remember what I was dreaming about either. I don't even remember falling asleep. Why did I fall asleep recording something? I should make this clear. I just replayed the, the, the recorded audio on the dictaphone and uh, discovered that, um, that, that, that nothing was recorded. And when I say nothing, I, I mean nothing. No sound. No sound at all. A total absence of sound. The only thing that was recorded was, was, was me waking up just now. So when did I fall asleep? How long have I been sleeping? <sighs> oh, it's too, too early, early for this. I've just um, I've just rewound the tape to uh, to gauge how long wasn't recorded, or or rather, how much tape was used to record nothing. Uh, it appears that the dictaphone was left running, left recording that is, for four hours. And yet, and yet there's nothing here. No sound. Not even static. It's, it's like the tape is unused. There is four hours worth of tape on this thing that has been used to record absolutely nothing. A, com a complete absence of anything. Not a click, not a tick. What... What does that mean? Per perhaps... That means nothing happened at all. Perhaps I, I sat down to record my first log entry and just... just fell asleep. It, it would explain why I'm at the window. A pretty easy assumption to make, I suppose. But, but where's, where's the sound of me falling asleep? It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Which means that somewhere along the line, I've uh, I've made a false conclusion. I need to straighten things out. I need to get a hold of things. This isn't uh, this isn't the time for it. it. It's it's too early. I need quiet and and stillness. I need to find control. Come to think of it, it's pretty silent right now. 
for some reason, I, I, I think there should be noise. I remember noise from somewhere. Neighbours. Neighbours. Noisy neighbours. Yes. Neighbours muttering in the night. So why didn't they show up on the tape? They couldn't be behind this, could they? What would they do? What could they do? What are they capable of? Is that it? They snuck in whilst you were asleep, erased the tape, replaced it and, and forgot to rewind the thing. Don't be stupid. The device, the device must be faulty. They sent me out here with faulty equipment. How little faith must they have in me? They sent me out here with faulty equipment from the dawn of time and expect me to carry out a, an informed and prepared investigation. Might have to use the backup kit, which is actually older somehow. I, I seem to be having trouble pinning down exactly what happened last night. I, uh, I neglected taking notes, so of, so of only the, re the recorded material to go on, and, and the, the fact that there is no material at all suggests something. I, I just don't know what. I can't remember what I experienced last night. Not now, anyway. I'm I'm still sleepy. My mind is clouded. I can't remember. But neither does the tape. I can't explain that. Perhaps it was erased by... by magnetic impulses. Magnetism can, can wipe recording tape sometimes. If, if there is something going on here, uh, perhaps it's tied up with natural magnetism from the earth could be a good working hypothesis I just wish I could remember clearly it's it's like someone's uh, snuck into my head and, and, and pulled the memories from me uh, you're getting paranoid and you've only been here a week a, a week a week not a, I, I, I've not been here a week. I've only, I've only been here a day. Why did I say week? Slip of the tongue. Slip of the mind. Something's burning? Incense? Someone's burning incense? Why? Why Why is someone burning incense? At, th at this time of day? But then again, they could have rituals here, you never can tell. These places are stuck in the past, living in the past, holding on to it for dear life. Now <laughs> a different smell, something familiar. A bonfire? Someone's making a bonfire? It's... It's like when... Stop it. Stop. Don't get into it. You're tired. You're imagining things. It reminds me of when I was a kid. Bonfires and, and, and fireworks. And Guy Fawkes. Sparks. Embers. Smoke and ashes. <laughs> Getting smoke in my eyes. The sting. But the fun of it. 
remember. I remember being happy. <laughs> no, please. Try to focus. Keep your mind sharp. You are tired and need sleep. Or at least something to keep your head clear. A case file. Read a case file. Get skeptical. Stay neutral. Find the neutral ground. Or at least, or at least, try to bore yourself to sleep. Right, here we go. Mrs. Emily Dunning. Reported in... The air is obscured. I can't tell when this report was lodged. But it was, it was some time ago anyway. She reported hearing the sound. The hum. One evening. As she was pulling down the laundry hanging in her garden. She said the sound appeared out of nowhere and echoed around her. She felt lonely, she said. She felt scared. The report also says that her cat began to growl and cry at the sound angrily. Defensively. She said she'd never seen the animal behave that way before. I wonder if I can find her. This is Emily Dunning. That's if she's not already dead. If this report was filed that long ago, she might be. It'd be a waste of time. I'm suddenly feeling really tired. Like, extremely tired. It's just, uh, it's just hit me. From out of nowhere. Like I, uh, like I feel I could sleep now. Like, like something's cleared. The air, the air's cleared, perhaps. The storm outside is passing. I'll miss it. There's a drip in this room somewhere too. A leak. I wonder how long that's been there. A leak's almost like the leftover of a storm, like like an echo. Or a ripple. The dying bits. But the sound. The hum. I wonder... I wonder if I'll ever hear it again. I wonder... The Hum. The sound design was by Paul Freeman, and it was written and read by James O'Neill. It's uh, 8.37 in the morning, oh, I forget what day, but it doesn't really matter. I've just been out for a quick walk around the block. I don't, 
I don't know how to put this, but uh, I feel I feel I feel good. I felt like I I, I slept like a log last night. <laughs> no idea why. My my past few nights here have been uh, well, more difficult. Uh, peculiar dreams, stuff like that. Well, I've got patch memories of them, but uh, but last night, last night was different. A warm bed and the silence outside. I do like the silence here. It's a kind of well, a, a different kind of silence, uh, <laughs> a golden silence. Even the rumble of the. The motorway is uh, is pleasant in its own way. The sun is shining. The mist is lifting. Ah, and I'm home. Do you know? I'm rather getting to like this yellow door. It's a nice colour. What was that? It's almost like someone was there. Anyway, I was thinking I might check out the, the wastelands tomorrow, go for a trudge, look for some wildlife, might even bring some sandwiches. It's um, 8.55, I've decided to be a bit proactive, so I'm uh, smartening up the place. It was in a right state when I first got here, it's like no one's lived here for years. I have no idea what's come over me, but uh, I feel content. That's the only word for it, content. It's 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 like this place, <laughs> Rothstead. This, this place is called Rothstead. It's as if this this town has gotten into my head, and I'm happy for it. That is. I was never really good at bird song, or remembering bird song. Perhaps that's something I can get into. Bird watching, yeah. Could be a nice hobby whilst I'm here. Something to pass the time. Why? Why did I just say that? Bird watching. Why did I just say that? What's happening to me? Am I am I going soft? Is that it? I've I've got a job to do. Something to pass the time. I'm not here for my health. Why? Why am I? Why are my shoes wet? I've been outside. I wasn't supposed to go outside. I, I wanted to stay indoors and, and, and gather my resources. Get them together. That's what I wanted to do. To stay as removed as possible. Why have I been outside? There's a... There's a girl in the garden. Where did she come from? Oi! Who are you? Look at me. Who are you? Is that a girl? Is it even a person? I can't tell. Uh, they're obscured by the trees. They're just standing there looking... facing away from me. I can't make out any details. Clothes or even hair, just, just a shape. I'm talking to you. Turn your back. They're gone. They're gone. The person's gone. I, I, I'm, I'm seeing things. I'm seeing things. What? There's someone at the door. I don't know who this could be. I can just make out the shape in the door window. 
When did I last shave? That's odd. The person, whoever it was, has gone. I, I didn't even notice them move. They must have been quick. And they put something under the door. A note. Hello? Nobody. Strange thing, this. Paper feels old to the touch. With something written on it. Hang on. This. Listen to the. The. It's hard to make out. Listen to the. Silence. Listen to the silence. Now, what does that mean? Oh my god. the room been like this? I've I've just opened I've just opened the door to my room and the room is covered with cobwebs. How long have they been here? Why why didn't I notice them before? And why haven't I shaved? How long did I leave this house? Days that might explain the, the stubble, but the cobwebs. These are never a few days worth of cobwebs. There's something going on here. I'm losing grip of time. It's been taken from me. I've got to clean this place up. And I need a shave. It's uh, 12.23, I've tidied up a bit, got rid of the webs, had a shave, I feel better. Well, no, not better, but more myself. It, it seems I, I, I must have left the window open when I went out. Spiders must have got in. They just went wild, that's all. All it could be. I was just out longer than I expected, that's all. I've decided to uh, to back up what I can remember in hard copy. Writing it down seems to, to help anyway. I think it does. It feels like it's doing some good. It still feels like there are, there are gaps in my memory, though. I have no idea how they got there, but it almost feels like someone... Someone's pulled on a loose thread in my mind, and it's all unravelled slightly. A little frayed at the edges. But writing it down seems to help. It, it, it's sort of like pulling the loose threads and, 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 and tying them together again. Which is fine. Until someone pulls on them again. I didn't leave the window open. I've lost days. I'm, I'm trying to put together a, a diary or, or a sequence of events since I arrived and I've discovered that I've lost days. I, I arrived on um, Tuesday the 22nd of February, today is the 29th. And yet I only have solid memories of getting here and uh, my first night experience. That's only just recently come to mind. How could I have not noticed this? What's happened to me these last few days? I, I also noticed something not long ago. My, my clothes smelt of smoke when I got back. Like a, well, like a bonfire. Like I'd been burning something. Oh, and my wristwatch has stopped working. Something is interfering with time. Or something is reaching out to me, trying to get my attention.
What do they want me to see? I remember why I went outside. I wanted to find Mrs. Emily Dunning. To get a more in-depth account of her experience, that's it. Did I... Did I find her? This thing's dying on me. It's useless. I put new batteries in it this morning. They kind of worn out already. As long as this thing will last me, so I'll leave it running during the night. Let the batteries run down. Switch over to the backup kit in the morning. This will be my last entry for the day, then. What was wrong with me this morning? That wasn't me. I'm a professional. I should be able to keep my head clear and stay focused. I feel like I'm, I'm growing to like this place. That's the unsettling thing, and yet... Yeah, I don't think I have a reason to. But I... I feel almost like I'm being watched. Net curtains twitch in places like this. I've not met any of the inhabitants yet either. That's something I'll have to do tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll finally make progress in my investigation and shall move towards my answer. Then I'll be able to finish my report, file it, and leave. I'll be able to leave this place. What a wonderful thought. There's something on the wall again. There's always something with me. Always something present. If something wanted to keep an eye on me, leave it to the rats and the spiders. Sound design was by Paul Freeman, and it was written and read by James O'Neill. And that's this week's show. As we bid goodbye into the sunset of this current abode, please send your good wishes. <laughs> where where can they send those good wishes, David? Well, they can send those good, good wishes via the Facebook group at Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers, the Sonic Society, sonicsociety at gmail.com. Uh, or if you want good old-fashioned Twitter, then uh, go to at Sonic Society, or there's us, Jack J. Ward and Astro Tour 2010. Or if you want... Uh, snail mail, send it to Jack Ward somewhere on the streets, Halifax, <laughs> Nova Scotia, and hopefully it'll get to you. Well, there's only about four of us, so <laughs> and somewhere on the streets, Nova Scotia. So that'll work. <laughs> Take care. We'll see you next week. See you then. Goodbye. Good night. 
Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mutual. Happy birthday to you. And many more. (laughs) This was not only a birthday greeting for the Mutual Audio Network, which, as you may know, has been bringing you the finest in audio drama for just a little more than one year. It was also a way of letting you know how long 20 seconds are. Why should you know it? Because the CDC recommends, during this COVID-19 situation, that you and me and everybody wash our hands with soap and water as often as possible for at least 20 seconds. So get all of your fingers, get the palms, get the backs of your hands, and a little bit up your wrists, and make sure you change out your towels more frequently as well. If it helps to sing Happy Birthday or some other song, as you do so, why not? This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.